Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Hey, everybody. What's up, gabbers? We're excited to be back. We're excited about the topic today. I think it'll be fun. We actually tried to do this earlier on in the podcast, and I think maybe we hadn't established a trust between all of us yet, and maybe now we're establishing a bit more trust. Yeah. And we just want to preface this by saying most of this advice is supposed to be funny. <laughs> I mean, you can take it if you want, right. but don't come at us and be like, that is terrible advice. There might be some like real, actually mm-hmm. useful stuff mixed in. But also maybe not. Right. You know, it might be more sassy or maybe just stuff that you <laughs> imagine that you do when you're thinking about it later, like I should have just said that. Right. So, um, we wanted to do like an ask gab fest, basically kind of like an ask Abby or like like dear, like a dear Abby, dear gab fest where Mm -hmm. if you don't know what dear Abby is again, you're probably too young, but, Mm -hmm. um, basically it was a column, right? Bridget, Mm -hmm. you want to tell a little bit about it? Well, and I, um, before we get into it, do we want to talk about our someday you'll laugh about it moments this week? Do you have any? First of all, this morning I was texting, my neighbor texted me to ask if I had something that she could borrow. Okay. And I was just writing back really fast and I don't know what happened with my fingers, <laughs> but it said, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have that, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like my, this particular neighbor, like, I feel like we're pretty good, pretty, pretty good friends, but like, I would not say pet name level friend. Uh-huh. Like we're not to the pet name situation. I yet. don't really call anyone. I, babe, I don't call hardly. you babe. Right, right. I have a friend who she. It's calls, not your brand. Right. I have a friend who, like, all through high school, she'd call everyone babe, and that uh-huh. was kind of like just her personality. Mm-hmm. And but it feels late in the game to start having that be part of your personality. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it's not too late in the game that I've added some swear words into my repertoire. But that, that was more organic than right. this. Yeah. So I was like, and then I wrote her and was like, oh my gosh, laughing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't know why that said that. I didn't mean to put babe. I have yet to receive a response. Oh. So I'm feeling oh, uncomfortable, uncomfortable worried. about it. How long ago? How many hours? A uh, couple. Okay. Two, maybe between two to three hours ago. She just threw the phone. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this girl thinks that we're on the babe level. Oh my gosh. So anyway, and there's so many versions of babe. Yeah. There's the talking pig version. There is, is the, the sexy time version. Right. There is just the besties version. Right. Or calling someone hot. There's there's a lot. Yeah. So um, <laughs> she listens to this podcast sometimes. So if you're listening, it was an accident. <laughs> and I'm trying to laugh about it because I'm like, it really was an accident. But you just on those days when you send a text that doesn't come across the way you want it to and then you don't get response. Yeah. You think about it a lot. You're just sweating it mm-hmm. the whole day. Yeah, and you so. and then you see him out, and, and it, it is bad. Yeah, yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it at all. <laughs> and you know, it's one of those things where I'm sure it's fine, but <laughs> it's really fresh because it's just within the last few hours. <laughs> and then I went to Lagoon, and that is just prime people, people watching. watching. And we got stuck on the log flume line. <laughs> oh, in the line? In the line. You weren't like mid flume. No. Okay, good. I was like, yeah. I don't think you can get stuck mid flume. Gravity. Gravity would just take <laughs> you on down. But you could get stuck, I guess, meandering up to the uh-huh. flume. Yeah. But no, we got stuck in the line. And we were purposefully going on the log flume because the Rattlesnake Rapids line 
was far too long. Yeah. And it probably would have made it on Rattlesnake Rapids. Mm-hmm. And we were in that line for hour, an hour. And I was oh, like, this man. is not Disneyland. This is the log <laughs> flume. And if this were Splash Mountain, it'd be a different story, but it's not. It's not. And it wasn't. And Andy and I were, my husband and I were saying like, Disneyland, they know how to do it. Like they make you when you're in line feel like you're part of the ride. That's There's the music going. I'm like, they couldn't have turned on some like frontier music? style music uh-huh. while we're sitting here. You're like, I'm sitting here in silence in the heat. In the heat. And there's like a lot of people that have like questionable hygiene practices <laughs> and they are very like into the PDA. And so like I just felt like every direction and then like somebody had sent like their group of four kids without them on the ride and they were right behind us. And uh-huh. so they were getting bored, uh-huh. slapping each other, you know, and then I've got like maybe like a potentially polyamorous relationship going on in one little area in front of it, like all around us. There mm-hmm. was just a lot. And yeah. someone kept tooting in the line. And I was like, I can't. And my husband goes, that's why I'm just not breathing through my nose. And I said, what? So you can taste it. Like, I don't want to breathe through my mouth. With the farter, I I think I know who it was, but I don't know for sure. So anyway, oh dear, just one of those days. Yeah, one of those days. Okay, well, the reason I said I'm kind of excited to get to do this episode is because the Dear Abby column mm-hmm. actually was started. They were started by twin sisters. Oh, so I'm like, oh, perfect. But then we're not I twins. There was, Wait, no, we're not. To preface um, that. But I think there was actually some bad blood at one point because mm. one girl started it with the help of the other and then the other broke off into a different mm. newspaper and they were competitors. Tale as old as time. Yeah. Was it like Dear Abby and Dear Gabby? I think we should have called this <gasps> Dear, Dear Gabby. Gabby. We'll do it. Whoa, that we missed a really good opportunity there. <laughs> well, we'll name it. We'll name okay. it Dear Gabby. Dear, Dear maybe. Gabby. Okay. And we I mean, promise, is, we promise to make an oath that neither of us are going to branch off, branch off and make our, own. I don't think we could do it on our own. No, we're only honestly. funny together. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, but yeah, this is way back in 1943. And so okay. once again, tales all the time, people want to anonymously write into strangers <laughs> to receive advice, but it, it's like a therapist Yes, because you can't, sometimes you can't vent to that a family member because it's they, a free therapist. Yes, this is a free therapist. Just right into the Chicago Sun Times, um, but yeah, you can't always vent to your neighbor because they know the neighborhood. You can't yeah. vent to your family member because they know all the parties, or they will just—they're—they're they're biased, so they're gonna yeah. like definitely be on your side mm-hmm. because they love you. And if yeah. it's just some other random person you're dealing with, they're gonna take your side. Yeah, you know, or uh-huh. or sometimes it's hard to hear advice from the people you love. Yeah. Because it's like you. It's too close. It's too close. You don't want to hear mm-hmm. it. You, you, you're like, that hurts my feelings that you really think that about me. But if it's just uh-huh. like completely unrelated, you're not involved in the situation, uh-huh. you know? And so I actually went and just looked up a few stories. So I might sprinkle them in some Dear Abby stories. And then we're going to read what Abby told them to do. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to say what we would tell them to do mm-hmm. to start but out. And one, then we'll take our listener submissions. But this one I appreciate because, yeah, if this was a family member or a friend, they may have gotten a very different answer. But this is just very like. Straight to the point. Okay. Okay, so the letter says, Dear Abby, our son married a girl when he was in the service. They were married in February, and she had an eight and a half pound baby girl in August. So February, um, March, April, May, June, July, August. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and so she said, she said the baby was premature. Can an eight and a half pound baby be this premature? <laughs> Wanting to know. No. And so the Dear Abby says, the baby was on time. The wedding was late. Forget it. And I'm like, that is yeah. really straightforward because right. it's true. Like they're married. She's in your family yes. now. Are you really going to like come Harp at her, come at her and be like, you hussy, right? Like she's, she's but, your daughter-in-law now. But here's the thing. It's a, it's the, for me, I feel the same way. It's not that I care 
that she just don't lie to me. Don't, don't lie to tell me. me it's premature. If it's don't, not premature. Yeah. What's that saying where it's like, and um, don't give me gravy and tell me it's jelly because gravy ain't sweet. Right. Like, <laughs> so that's the thing is it's like, hey, listen, I'm all about it. Like, mm-hmm. whatever, man. Just be straight up with What me. happened, happened. Mm-hmm. Let's not try to beat around the bush and act like this was some sort of miraculous, like, <laughs> three-month early baby that weighed eight pounds and was like, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I get why she's asking because she's – it's not – she she deep down, she knows. She's like, this is we all Yeah, we all know. But she is, doesn't want – this is like – she's like seeing the writing on the wall. Like, this lady is a big old liar. Uh-huh. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I would just, I would say, talk to the son. Mm-hmm. So if, if this is your mom, if this is the son's mom, yeah. I'd say, listen, I feel like I know the real story. Yeah. Um, but the, it's the it's the lie that I think is bothering me. Yes. So I don't know if that's something you guys should talk about. Right. Maybe. I, like that. I do, however, from people writing in, some people that have written in to us for our Dear Gabby episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think that there is a little bit of a problem by talking to just going to the son. Yeah, because the wives end up being like, and then they go and talk talk to to my husband about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe that's my cowardice. It is coming through, but I would feel the same way. It's like easier just to talk to your own Own child and be like, "Okay, this is this is what's bothering me." Right, rather than the actual perpetrator, mm -hmm. the liar, liar, pants on fire. So maybe together you sit Mm -hmm. them down and say, "Look, I don't like this story." I took biology in seventh grade. I'm also a mother again in tenth grade. (laughs) I've also carried children of my own. Yeah, just level with me, folks. Right. Let's just be honest with ourselves here. <laughs> well, and like, yeah, dear Abby, she's pretty straightforward. It says, "Dear Abby, is it possible for a man to be in love with two women at the same time?" Jake. She says, "Dear Jake, yes, and also hazardous." <laughs> she, I, dear Abby, like, I kind of like, I like her flavor. Right, just straight to the point. Uh-huh. A little bit funny. I would also said, "Dear Jake, have you seen The Bachelor?" It is so possible. <laughs> and Brit, they are lust versus love. <laughs> Okay. No, that's a bigger lot, Instagram following. There's been a lot of Bachelor Nation breakups lately, and it's just really hard for you. Shaken my faith in the show. Um, <laughs> I the fact that you even had faith in the show to begin it's with. Not real. I just is pretend, your own I just problem because I like the show. I know, but I actually that's one reason I stopped watching it because it I seem real. well, I just started being like I would get invested in it, and then when they'd break up, I'd be like, I'd feel like fooled and i'd be like allison this is so stupid this is a show and we actually met a friend of one of the guys who was the winner or whatever Mm -hmm. and brit goes to him well so why did they break up because he was really good friends with the guy Mm -hmm. and he looked at brit and was like because it's a show (laughs) and brit's like i don't know i choose to believe magic No, loving two women at the same time, yes, that is hazardous. Uh-huh. And depending on what level you're at, also illegal. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, do we want to do some of our listener stories now? And maybe maybe if there's some, a couple of dear Abbies that go along with them, we'll sprinkle them in. Okay. Um, one gabber said, shoes. How do I get my kids to flip and put their shoes on <laughs> without a fight? And may I add, oh my on mine, keep them, them on. on. My kids, for a while, they had this habit of getting in the car yes. and taking their shoes off. We're like, we are going to a store that is four minutes away. And they can't get ha- their shoes back, back on, on by themselves. Like, well, some, I mean, you me. have an, an older daughter yeah. who can. But yeah, my three-year-old mm-hmm. takes her shoes off the second we're in the car. What is that? I don't understand. And like my son lately has been, his shoes are always lost. Yeah. And it's a pretty big deal if I can't find the lost thing. Right. And I'm like looking all, we're late. I'm looking everywhere. I can't find one Oh, but one you can always, you can always find four of a single shoe. You can find four <laughs> different shoes. You're one. wearing two left shoes right. right now and this is your own fault. Right. You brought this on yourself, young man. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> but in all seriousness, my answer would be duct tape. 
No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But what's funny is when I was having my son, my first son, someone gifted me a pair of jeans. Okay. And the socks were sewn to the bottom of the jeans. So they wouldn't lose the socks. So at least they had socks on. (laughs) And I thought this was a mom. Yeah, with a solution. had it. This is a solution. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a way you can sew shoes to pants. (laughs) The it's not a bad idea. I feel like it's Zip like a super, superhero suit. They just jump in, whoosh, yep. everything's on. Exactly. They're not losing those I actually things don't hate a, that for me. Fight. Just kidding. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't take off my shoes everywhere, but yeah. I guess, yeah, Let's figure out a way to affix them to their pants. Yeah. And then they'll always have them on. <laughs> or just, if you're an artist, just paint some shoes on, on some their laces. feet. So at least people, because I think you're more worried about judgment than you are about actual, I mean, people walked around barefoot for centuries I know, but before they but they weren't inside a walmart uh, ew. you know at lagoon so that's a different Ooh. level um so yeah i, I shoes are, are very much the bane of of every young child's mom's existence yes yeah. so we're here with you i don't know if there is like a great solution if there is you're going to be a gajillionaire mm-hmm. so let's get brainstorming guys well i gave you my advice i felt like so it's a good start it is it's a good, good start for a prototype <laughs> and a very easy one yeah not the shoes the socks the socks but yeah <laughs> Okay, we did have some this Gabber said, Dear Gab Gals, not a problem per se, okay. but would love any toddler and infant mom hacks. Okay, let me get, I gotta get brainstorming right. here. We're each moms of three kids. Yep. And, you know, so some of you out there with four and five kids, you're much more seasoned than <laughs> us. So you can feel free to drop us a little hack you might have mm-hmm. um, on your, on our Instagram mm-hmm. and we'll share it. But um, in all seriousness, Food is always the answer. <laughs> it's a joke, but it's also uh-huh. for real. Yeah. Um, I started just stopped fighting like the snacking and mm-hmm. just like give it to him. <laughs> and you will always need that thing you don't think you need. Yeah. So just I would, put it in the back. We were at a baseball game the other night and one of the little brothers of the boys on the older team came over with a sliver and was crying. <laughs> what did I have in my bag? Tweezers. tweezers. Why personal, did I have them in reasons. my bag? Because I have chin hair. <laughs> but they also come in clutch. Yeah, for an emergency. Or four slivers. Uh-huh. So the mom was like, holy cow. You're Mary and, Poppins. And I was like, I've got Dramamine. I've got Tylenol. I've got bug spray. <laughs> I've got tweezers. I've got Band-Aids. I've got alcohol wipes. Like I, it, I, cause I have found myself so many times being like, I need this. I need this. Mm-hmm. And eye drops. Hey, there you go. Allison's prepared. Yeah. If you're not that personality type, which is me. <laughs> Then, then you just better hang out with me. Yeah, then find a friend. Right. Get a safety buddy. Or get your together. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> and pack your bag because I'm sick of carrying a heavy bag for everyone else. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, I actually don't. Um, I don't mind because I like to be able to be like, oh my gosh, I have Neosporin. Yeah. Like, go ask Anna Allison. Uh... <laughs> so I guess my, my advice sometimes to moms is just like, if when in doubt, don't leave it out. Over prepare. Yeah. Extra tampons. Extra <laughs> underwear for everyone. Uh-huh. And we need another pair for everyone in the round. You, because <laughs> after you have kids, yeah, you can't hold it. Um, and for or if your you kids, sneeze or there's an impromptu trampoline jump. Yeah. And by the way, I will never forget when I went to the pumpkin walk with my kids, and it's fall and went in Utah. It's chilly, mm-hmm. and I somehow forgot one of my kids' coats. Oh. And my mother-in-law and and my husband's grandma will not let me live that down. <laughs> They're always like, remember when Ryle froze? Remember when he almost got tuberculosis? <laughs> They're always he didn't like, have his coal when Ryle froze walk. at the pumpkin walk. I'm like, it was one, one time. time. I have tweezers for gosh sakes. I have after bite 
cream. I just, I just forgot the, forgot the coat one time. Oh man. Um, uh, I would say, uh, if you can't get your kids to eat something, sprinkles or whipped cream. Okay. Because they are incredibly low sugar. So pot roast. Well, I'm, if, if it might work on your kids, it might, because the, the, you feel like, oh no, I can't put that junk food on my kids' broccoli, right. but honestly, whipped cream and sprinkles are so low sugar. It's mostly just fluff, right? you know, or whatever. And if it gets them to eat it, there you go. There you go. Also, um, whatever they're afraid of, I either tell them, I've talked to them and I told them they're not allowed in here. Okay. And like ghosts, monsters, clowns, mm-hmm. things like that. Those like all, all things that my actual, kids have been, yeah. been scared of. And they're like, I'm scared of the whatever when they're going mm-hmm. to bed. I'm like, I've already talked to them. They know that it is against my rules yeah. to be in here. And I, they know that I will not tolerate. I and think then- <laughs> anytime you can put it on like, so, so I have done this at restaurants where I've told them that they will kick my kids out. Mm-hmm. Like I've been like, you're going to get kicked out. It's not up to me. I don't own the restaurant. Yeah. The, the, the restaurant people, they kick out kids that are crawling under the table. You know? Yeah. So anything you can do to put a little authority on someone else that they might be a little more afraid of than you. Uh-huh. Um, also, I also, also, I do the this like the monster spray. So whatever they're scared of at night. Yeah. So what, it was strangers, the tooth fairy, whatever. Newsflash, it's water. Yeah, it's just a water and a spray Maybe bottle. Maybe put some sprinkles in there. Yeah, or glitter. I don't know. But... I'll just get a spray water bottle, and if they're scared of whatever, yeah. when they're going to bed, I just spray it around the room, and I'm like, all taken care of. You put it next to a nightstand. And yes, then- and I'm like, if, if you ever, if you feel like it's wearing off, just squirt, squirt. Britt walks in to, like, drop off some clean clean clothes in the night, and they're like, spraying you in the face. It would be my own fault. I think the other thing that I've learned over the years is, I feel like I'm a pretty good mom. Like, I feel like I try to do fun things, and I am and I play with my kids and stuff a lot, but I think that Pinterest and a lot of, and no offense to, like, a lot of these parenting Instagrammers, but they they put a ton of pressure on moms to do these very extra things. And just remember how you were raised. We were, I mean, I feel like I had a great, a pretty great childhood, and I didn't feel like I I had to have sensory bins <laughs> yeah. and you know uh-huh. all these things and I understand that some people live in neighborhoods that maybe they just aren't super comfortable maybe there's not a ton of kids running around so they um, have to kind of do it so they do kind of have to entertain their kids mm-hmm. but just remember like a stick and a ball can really can really <laughs> entertain them for a pretty long time uh-huh. and so don't feel like a you pack have, of stickers I just, yeah I don't feel like you have to go so extra yeah. I feel like we put so much stress on ourselves and so mm-hmm. yeah like just get them outside Mm-hmm. Get them playing in the dirt. That's yeah. kind of become my philosophy is like, I don't, yeah, you don't need to be doing like, you're not a preschool. No. Right? No. In <laughs> fact, if you go too extra, then they'll be bored at preschool. Let the yeah. preschool teachers be the extra. Yeah. And you're like, I had so much fun at preschool and not, they're like, they only had pinto beans on the sensory bins and I was hoping for a little more variety. Maybe yeah, some, like macro- some macaroni and yeah. some rice, like just a combo, you know, you don't, want hey, that, you don't want that kid. And Hey, there's some moms that like, that's where they thrive mm-hmm. and they love to to do that, that's where their creativity just flows. Mm-hmm. But I think what happens is there's a lot of moms that that's not it. And so then they're like, oh my gosh, my kid's behind. And oh my gosh, like I don't do that. And it's like, it's all good. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to toot our horns because <laughs> I know millennials, we got our issues, but we just didn't have that kind of stuff. And so, and, and a lot of us are okay. Yeah. You know, we turned out great. Like all of us turned out great. Right. You listen to quality podcasts. Mm-hmm. You are, <laughs> you're already on the right path as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Okay, this listener, or this listener says, "Dear Gab Gals, do I have to invite my mother-in-law into the room when I give birth? No, because I have invited my mom. Oh, <laughs> I 
I answer too fast. Just wait. Just wait. I'm kind of bad at listening and I'm really good at giving advice. <laughs> Great combo. Uh, uh, so that's a tough one. It is tough. Um, I personally, that's why I just invited nobody. Yeah. I just had my husband. Yeah. But I do. And the medical facility, you know. But I remember people. later talking to one of my mother's-in-law and saying that. that mm-hmm. Because, and we have different dynamics too, where my husband's family they're divorced, divorced mm-hmm. and then they have remarriages. So I have two mothers-in-law, two fathers-in-law. And then uh-huh. on my side, I just have one mom. Yeah. And so I just, just to make it easy, mm-hmm. it's just like, I would love everyone to be in the waiting room and happy to have you come in, but I'm just not having anybody. And I don't know if that made my mom sad. She never said anything, mm-hmm. but, um, I later was talking actually not too long ago to one of the mothers-in-law that I have. And I said that that's why I chose like to do that. And mm-hmm. she kind of looked at me like, I would not have cared like uh-huh. at all if your mom, if that's been, your own yeah, mom, you I know, think, I think it's understandable to have maybe your own mom. I, I feel like to most people. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of people would, but uh-huh. I just, I just was like, I'm not even going there. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to make anybody feel, fa- feel bad or left mm-hmm. out. And so I didn't, but then later hearing her say, I know, I don't, I know, I don't know. She's not speaking for everybody, but mm-hmm. she was just saying for her, she's like, oh, I don't think I would have cared. Like, yeah. that's your mom, you know, uh-huh. I, but I just decided to not even Yeah, I didn't, I didn't in invite there. anybody and not, not for political reasons of, right. you know, family politics, because I'm like, I don't know, especially like on your first one. I yeah. mean, and then once I'd had one, I was, I knew the drill, but, but I still was like, you know what? There's a lot that can happen. You can poo. Yeah. You can, you your, can your, epi- your epidural can wear off and you are saying expletives right. and groaning. Yeah. And I just don't know how many people in my circle need, I want yeah. that need to witness this. Right, right. It, is it necessary? Because they're just so cute when you can see them like a couple minutes later. Right. Wrapped up, snuggled, and you don't need to see how the sausage is made. You know what I mean? I agree. And, uh, and, I, <laughs> and I don't feel like I had anybody pushing me to be in the room. No. So I don't know about this listener. I don't know if they have kind of pressure pr- or, if, mm-hmm. or if the mother-in-law has expressed a desire to mm-hmm. be in there. And I would like, I actually, this sounds so weird. I actually really want to be in someone's delivery mainly because I've, I I've never seen it from that perspective. I've always just, just YouTube been, it girl. No. Remember those videos they made us watch at the birth class? Yeah. I don't want to see that on YouTube. <laughs> I just think being in there would be cool mm-hmm. actually in there, but seeing yeah. on YouTube is not the same. And so, but I don't know, but at the same time, I want them to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so if having me there mm-hmm. isn't comfortable. Right. So my opinion is this. My answer is still no. Don't but communicate uh-huh. to them and be like, listen, I need my mom there. I feel mm-hmm. like I need my mom. My mm-hmm. mom's seen it. Yeah. Most moms have like, yeah, with teenage <laughs> girls and things have been there. Uh-huh. And so, so to be like, I hope that that doesn't make you feel bad. Does mm-hmm. it make you feel bad? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. bottom line saying mm-hmm. that. And but also, if you are to the point where you're having kids, you should be able to just be in there with you and your husband. I'm just, I'm just laying it out there. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, I, I think you choose exactly what you want. True. That exactly. So if you want your mom and not your mother-in-law, this is coming from someone who's a big people. Pleaser. Right, right. But honestly, like when you are giving birth, it is like though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, like, you are going through it. Yeah. So choose what you want because if there's something that's making you frustrated or uncomfortable, it's just going to make things worse. And you're going to resent that person. Yeah. So yeah, so I do guess what go you for want. it, but just communicate it uh-huh. so that then they're not wondering, um, do I get to come in and mm-hmm. do I not get to come in? You just uh-huh. say, hey, my mom is going to be in there. I'm uh-huh. just letting you know. I hope that doesn't make you feel bad, but mm-hmm. just, that's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm going to want to see my son's wives. Birth. Birth canal. (laughs) 
you know, I don't, I, I don't think I, think I will. Uh-uh. I will definitely want to be there and see that uh-huh. baby like, as soon as she'll We're just not out. at that comfort level, I can already tell you. Right. And that's 20 years away. Right. <laughs> I can already tell you, me and her, we're not on that comfort level. Right. And I don't even know her yet. <laughs> but I can just tell you that much. It's my boundary. <laughs> okay. Another person, this kind of goes along with, with kids, but they asked, how do I transition from um, one child to two? It's hard. <laughs> You don't. Well, actually, it's not, not to know. scare you. <laughs> no, it's, it's I want to ask you this. So mm-hmm. each of us, like we said, have three kids. Mm-hmm. I thought transitioning from one to two was harder than, than two zero to, to one. Th- no, two to three. Uh-huh. So yeah, everyone told me two to three is so, so hard because now, like if you're in like a marriage where you're together, there's mm-hmm. two of you and there's two of them. And so mm-hmm. you each kind of can handle mm-hmm. one. And then when you have the third, it throws you off because now mm-hmm. you're trying to juggle. Mm-hmm. My opinion was... That wasn't the big deal. Mm-hmm. It was one to mm-hmm. two that was the hardest. Yeah. Like this, like this. I agree. So not to about. scare you, but that was both of our worst experiences. Uh, and <laughs> and this is serious, but also funny. Lower your, your expectations, expectations of yourself, mm-hmm. of what you'll get done. Mm-hmm. Because I hate to break it to you, but I didn't know how easy it was to have one child until I had two. Yeah. So you, I remember having like a breakdown because. I wasn't like figuring dinner out and I was like hardly even playing with my son and he was watching so much TV. And mm-hmm. so I remember like breaking down because I went to taco time and got taco time for dinner mm-hmm. and we had taco time and cookie dough ice cream. And I like let myself feel so guilty about that. That sounds like so good. I like know. everyone in your family is like taco time and ice cream. And, Woo! and we ate on the floor because I, that sounds and, like a memory, yeah. right? So what ended up happening was like one of my like longtime family friends when I did like a little post about it and was like, sometimes you brush your hair. Sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do this. Sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you've been in the same clothes for the last three days, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, and sometimes you eat taco time and cookie dough ice cream on the floor of the living room. Mm -hmm. And she wrote back, she's like, my kids would dream of taco time and cookie dough ice cream. Yeah, that's something that sounds like yes day type situation. Right. And so, but I, I remember feeling guilty. So you've got as hard as it is release the guilt yeah maybe don't get on instagram for a bit yeah and see where everyone's going on their trips and you're and, stuck at and home. their fun whatever you know and, and they're all their like healthy meals they're preparing for their kids and stuff <laughs> and just like set the bar low get the help if someone's offering mm-hmm. you know send your husband to get the pizza yeah. and just like call it a day yeah and just lower your expectations if, of yourself yeah, everyone's alive yeah congratulations that's your job and tv and, and tv is a blessing <laughs> so just use it yeah peace people of yesteryear did not have it, so yeah, be but grateful. Pe- but people of yesteryear, before the TV came about, it was like it was like pretty kosher to like send your kid down to the crick for the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's there's a little like, more. Be home at dinner, and it's like at, seven a.m. Be home at ta- for taco time at seven. <laughs> They're like, has anybody seen Timmy? If you don't it's rip past dark, if now. you don't rip your britches, you get cookie dough ice cream. Yeah. Okay, so the expectations of social norms are different, mm-hmm. and so TV, let it be. Like, just <laughs> let it be. You'll get it back. It's a blip in time. I uh-huh. felt so guilty about how much Sophia the first, my daughter, was watching when I was pregnant with my third because uh-huh. I was so dang sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of get PTSD if I hear like, <laughs> "I'm just a girl in the village doing all right." <laughs> um, and so, but I felt so guilty, overnight. and I remember asking her like, "You watch so much of that," and she was kind of like, "It was a blip. It was She's a like, blur." Sophia the who? Yeah, no, she. <laughs> remembers it but it just she doesn't remember me like laying in bed like it's just a blip of time Mm -hmm. you'll get back or Mm -hmm. you'll figure out your new groove yeah you got this girl not to stress you got it (laughs) and if not you can gab and complain to us and we'll listen kind of (laughs) i might give you advice she'll give you advice before before you're finished So we did get quite a few parenting ones, and I don't know if you guys have seen us as parents. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we're not role models. 
Uh, <laughs> Does anybody feel like they are? No. Other we're than all the people that run parenting Instagrams. The you best know? we can. But it is nice to be able to bounce ideas off of each other because this gabber said, Dear Gab Gals, um, how do I deal with kids saying no to everything? She said, They are going through a season over here <laughs> of just no. Of like, put your shoes on. No. no. Yeah, oh, probably. You just, might have to. We might have to go back. I mean, it depends on how much trauma you're willing to induce your children to. But yeah. that soap situation, yeah. like some people use the washing your mouth out or the pepper or right. the hot sauce for swear words, but you mm-hmm. could also use it for disrespectful words. Yeah, and honestly, just so just tell them. Okay, I'm just going to start saying no to, to everything you, you ask. To everything you ask. Mm-hmm. Am I and sound childish? They, but you know what? You get, yeah, sometimes you have to get down on this. If anything, the super nanny taught me is get down on their level. <laughs> and it, she meant that in a different it's way. Not acceptable. Not it's not acceptable. acceptable behavior. Yeah. <laughs> no, but with the whole no thing, it was like we talked about in the last episode. I didn't even know that people really told their parents like straight up no. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe we need to have Karen on our next episode to show us the, Karen is be, our mother. the bitching, bewitching ways. <laughs> But that are also bitching, obviously, because we didn't tell her no. I meant like bewitching. Like, somehow there was like, she put a spell on you. Yeah. And we like did not say no. That's too funny. The thing is, is bitching as in cool. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, what in the... So I have started saying kind of, I do reverse it back on my kids. So they'll say things like, I just hate doing this like Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this chore because I just I really hate doing the laundry or I really Mm -hmm. hate doing the dishes or whatever Mm -hmm. and I will say in that I I understand that imagine Mm -hmm. if I said no and didn't do everything I didn't want to do how much do you think would get done around here yeah and they're like oh Mm -hmm. you know and I'm Mm -hmm. like your clothes would never be clean. You wouldn't have dinner. You, you wouldn't have dinner. I don't always want to cook dinner till I die the rest of Taco my life. Taco Bell and ice cream. <laughs> Just once again. Yes. They're like, yeah, remember when you had that breakdown and you did get me taco time and ice cream. <laughs> um, so I just feel like, I don't know, like maybe reverse it back on them. Mm-hmm. And the, or if they're like, hey, mom, can you get me this? No. And just like see what it feels like. Yeah. What? How do you like that? No. No. Mm-hmm. No. Because, yeah, it kind of depends on how logical your kids are. Like, if they're, like, toddler age, it's not going to work. But no. my kids have gotten old enough where if they are pushing back on stuff, I'm like, listen, yeah. my job is to teach you how to do X, Y, Z. Whether it's clean, whether it's do their homework, whether it's act like a normal person, whether right. it's wear clothes. Contribute to society yeah. in some I'm like, sort of way. It's my job to make sure that you do this. You are making me not be able to do my job. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what. You guys are making it I'm so I I'm going to call OSHA. <laughs> seems like you're violating something. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit older. Personal space, everything. Yeah. <laughs> if your kids are a little older and you can kind of like logically talk to them, sometimes I use that card. Right. All right. Last one that's to do with kids. Okay. This listener said, dear Gabfest, how do I keep my kids out of the kitchen all day in the summer? You want, you want to start with this one? <laughs> Don't stock your shelves. <laughs> Hurricane are coming if over here. If you stock it, they, they will, will come. come. There, you could take two approaches to this. <laughs> Only vegetables. Put vegetables. Um, like, there are certain snacks that I buy with really great intention, and it's like um, quinoa seed chips. They do not get eaten. So let me know, That's t- a waste of money because I'm not it's eating that true. either. It's true. Hummus. Um, Hummus and quinoa, you know, seaweed, dried seaweed. <laughs> they don't like, come back nobody seconds. eating that. <laughs> ain't no friends coming over. <laughs> So it's option A. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. 
and this is really hard right now because I get there is a budget right mm-hmm. now, especially right now. Mm-hmm. The groceries are so disgustingly expensive, mm-hmm. but I have kind of given up the goat and I'm willing to just let them eat. Yeah. And I honestly, I was the kid eating everybody's food. Like that was my brand when I was growing up. I did. I ate at my friend's houses a lot. Oh, what are they cooking for dinner tonight? No, because my mom, my mom did not buy Pop-Tarts. Yeah. We didn't have like any funny junk snacks. No, no, no. The, my friends remember two things. Wheat thins? Sunny D and Wheat Thins. <laughs> and then we had a pop machine in the back, but you were, had to pay for it. Yeah. So, um... I just kind of feel like I just let my kids eat. You got to pay it forward. (laughs) A little bit, yeah, because I was eating all sorts of stuff. But I try to have a balance of Mm -hmm. different things, and there are limits. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I But I I do try to kind of structure some time. I'll be like, okay, if you guys are going to have a snack, let's sit down Mm -hmm. and let's make a plate. Mm-hmm. So you're eating rather than grazing all day. I mm-hmm. think that's what drives moms crazy. Yeah. Still in their kitchen's a freaking well, mess all day. And then they won't eat like their actual sandwich. No. Because they've just been eating goldfish all morning and yeah. whatever. It's, it's true. Um, I also have known people to put locks on their fridges and pantries. <laughs> so that, yeah, there's a lot of directions you can go in this depending on what you're... What your family dynamic is. I feel like that could uh, cause some psychological trauma later. (laughs) Well, this mom had five boys. Okay. And she's like, and I'm just going to give you some background. They were kind of ritzy. Like, they had a lot of money. And she's like, these guys are eating me out of house and home. Like, it got to the point where rich people were struggling. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) this was a problem. That's too funny. And so she just locked her up. She just just locked the pantry and the fridge. She's like, every chore you do. I'll give you one more number on that uh, combo. combo on the this lock. This is not a bad idea. I'm a genius. <laughs> I don't know. Don't between don't at me, parent therapist. Between the sock pants and yeah. the combo, the chore mm-hmm. combo incentive. I love it. Right in the book. I want to toot my own horn, uh-huh. but I haven't actually implemented any of these. I'm just I'm just going off the cuff here mm-hmm. as I'm getting these in. So. Um. Okay, this listener said, Dear Gab Gals, my sister-in-law makes everything a competition. Mm. Help me. I wonder <sighs> if this is her sister-in-law that is like her husband's sister. Mm-hmm. Or, or, if married it's, in. If, or if they're both married brothers. Either way. Or if it's her brother's wife. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know what situation it is. Because here's what I... A lot of girls that are in the family and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden their brother's wives come in. Uh-huh. That's a real tough thing for them. Yeah, they, they get really... They're the ter- girl. They're peeing all over their territory. Yeah. They're getting <laughs> pretty pissy. If I'm uh-huh. guessing she means like she gets competitive in dumb ways because I like competition. If they're like, Hey, well, let's do a volleyball game. Oh yeah. Blue I'm, team, I'm red guessing, team. I'm guessing it's, she shows up to Easter dinner and is like, look at my gourmet souffle. Everybody who wants the recipe gingham dresses, who wants the recipe. I did print it out, scrapbooked it for everyone. Cause and I know I you guys are going to want for my mother-in-law. Yeah. I want her to love me more guys, than you. I know you guys are going to want the recipe <laughs> and I know that Katie over here probably opened a can of green beans, right? You know what yeah, I mean? It's probably like, more like, it's that like vibe. probably like little things just whenever they do family stuff, right. which ugh, I don't know on that one. I don't either. I think you just beat her. Just kidding. <laughs> Not physically. <laughs> I just mean, I mean, that could work too. Beat her at her own game. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like texting, like, what are you bringing to Easter dinner? Yeah. And then, and then yeah, do better. One up. Do better. No, I'm just no, this is the toxic thing that we're telling you to <laughs> yes. do. Um, maybe, <laughs> and it's very hard to ignore, but just ignore. That's yeah. our good advice, but our, our, our giggly gab fest is version is to get better than her. <laughs> <laughs> Wh- whatever stuff that you are better at than her, just really make a big deal about it. Right. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, 
Well, do you want to go with the one that seems kind of, that's like a long question? Okay. So we did have a few people write in just various little things. And it was very, um, people, I think again, with your Abby, people could be anonymous. They were literally penning letters like right, yeah. and mailing them in. Uh-huh. This is harder they to would, be anonymous. And they would do, and they would do like, they would sign off on something like Sleeps in Seattle. Or Lonely Heart or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yes. They had a, is it called a pen name? Yeah, or just, yeah, it's just like an, an alias. Yes. But now it's like, you guys, I think it's been hard for you to open up because we can, we, see, we your can see your Instagram handle. handle. And you also probably worry like, oh my gosh, is my mother-in-law listening to this? Is my sister-in-law listening to mm-hmm. this? Because we are very popular. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> there's a great chance that everyone's listening to us. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying there's just less anonymity. Yeah. This avenue trying to do this. So mm-hmm. I get it. Thanks um, for but, putting yourself out there, guys. Yeah. But so some people did write in with like, more cryptic or just very um, surface broad. level broad things saying, just talk about in-laws. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I, it's hard for me to give you advice, guys, when I don't know what you mean mm-hmm. about in-laws. But I've decided that having adult children and in-lawing and marriage and all that, I never knew it was going to be so hard. Like mm-hmm. I'm realizing in talking to so many different people that it is like a very hard thing for families and i'm i don't know it's not excited right like the chances of your child marrying the person you really wanted Mm -hmm. them to be with that you saw them with slim to none really though because (laughs) i think they just they're gonna make their own choices and that's like follow their heart wherever it leads them Well, and you look at your kid in this certain special way and so Mm -hmm. and sometimes you that other people don't necessarily look at them like right and so sometimes you might not see like some of their flaws and so <laughs> yeah you got know, mom goggles on that whole nobody's good enough for my baby uh-huh. you know type of situation or you know their personalities just don't mesh with the personality of your and your family you get this dynamic and these traditions that you do and mm-hmm. someone comes in there and all of a sudden they're like I hate sand volleyball. And you're like, <laughs> that is what we do. We live, eat, and breathe sand volleyball, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're like, oh my gosh, I hate her. No, I'm just kidding. Or him. And it, it can be hard. Yeah. Uh, this one listener in particular did kind of give some more details on her in laws. And it's been a really hard situation because her question is basically, she's at a level with her in laws. Okay. She's basically saying, Dear Gabfest, do I just start distancing myself? How do we okay. laugh about this? I think she needs us to, to laugh, laugh about this. We need, we need to make jokes because, yeah, you have to laugh or cry. And, yeah. the, and, and she's one done of them both. gives you a headache. She's done both, it sounds like. So <laughs> this listener said, Dear Gabfest, how do I go about handling going to family functions when I know my in-laws don't like me? And she even went so far to say, hate me. <laughs> And just to give you a little bit of background, some of the examples as to what's going on. This family is one of the most conservative families I've ever heard of. Yeah. They don't celebrate Halloween because it's, it's a satanic holiday. <laughs> they don't. So she would just go buy, the mother-in-law would just go buy her kids candy on Halloween. So they didn't feel left out. Yes, yeah, so they didn't feel left out. Um, one of the sisters wears a t-shirt and shorts for swimming. Not a swimsuit. Not a swimsuit. So this is such an extreme, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this girl, the this listener, she said she's a very, still a pretty straight-laced individual. She's a she's, Christian. <laughs> she she's goes a, to church. Yeah, she's a pretty modest dresser. She was wearing a one-piece, and she was told that by the mother-in-law that her swimsuit makes them uncomfortable oh and that it, to be in front of her and her kids. This girl's a mother. Oh, my gosh. Right? She yeah. sent us a picture. I can see it. There's not one bit of offense on this swimsuit <laughs> to me. And she was wearing shorts over the swimsuit. Yeah, like, she not, was not even shorts. like a bum cheek. No. Uh. And things like... 
let's just use some examples. She said her brother's in law, they'll swear in mm-hmm. front of their mom, this lady. Okay. But if she swears, which she did once mm-hmm. at her own home, uh-huh. her mother in law told her, don't use language like that in front of my grandchildren. <sighs> And this listener said, Hashtag your not, a, not a friend of the show. No. <laughs> Hashtag she would die listening to this. And I feel like we're a clean podcast. <laughs> right, right. And she said, she, she confronted her mother-in-law about that and said, well, your, your sons, sons yeah. swear in front of you and you don't say anything. And her answer was, oh, they're men. And they're more likely to swear women are mothers and they have to be like the example. N- to nothing- which I say, bullshit. Like, come <laughs> on! I've never sworn a parents, as much as a I... parent's a parent. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never sworn as much in my life until I was mom. mom. You never swore at all. I know. And now you do a little bit, <laughs> not as much as me. But that's the thing is, I'm like, who in their right mind? Just little things. So, mm-hmm. a couple more examples. Things like she can't talk about if she's on her period to her mother-in-law because that that's disgusting, and you don't talk about that. <sighs> to she can't swear. To she shouldn't have rips in her jeans. <laughs> Apparently, it, like. A, According to her, her sister-in-law, the, her, it's actually her husband's twin, mm-hmm. has come up to her and told her, you are disgusting. Oh my gosh. Like, so, so she's to this point where she's like, yes. do I go to family functions and then basically be depressed every uh-huh, time because feel, I know how everyone feels uh-huh. about me and feel awful? Or do I like literally send my husband and kids so they can have a relationship with his family. I honestly would. Because there was this one example that she wrote to us and said that they ended up not going to Thanksgiving with the family this last year. And this is like a direct quote from the father-in-law. It was more fun without them. Yes. He told the rest of the family he's kind of relieved that his own son and his and wife and kids weren't there because they don't like her. I honestly, I would not go. I would not. I would say... It's so hard. It, it would be incredibly hard. But if people are being very vocal, like saying words like... It was way better without you. And you're You're disgusting. disgusting. You make us uncomfortable. Um, Then I'd say, you guys have made things pretty clear. I'll just send my husband and my kids and I have a free afternoon. It's true. And I chill. Like, that sounds... That sounds like a win-win. What is <laughs> right? What is outlandish to me is the things that have offended them. You oh would gosh. think this girl was a out there prostitute <laughs> by the way they're treating her you know talking mm-hmm. about what happens to women once a month it's like a very like i don't think she was being crass uh-huh. her mother and she said her mother-in-law asked her what's wrong and she said i don't feel good and then she said why not and mm-hmm. then she said i'm on my period and then she said oh don't, my gosh we do not talk about that i don't that need to me. know that i don't need to know about that <laughs> you asked yeah you asked so i honestly would that would be my advice i don't like if i were in that situation it'd be really hard it would be really hard to do that but if people are literally to your face saying you're a skank yeah then i'm like okay i won't be here it's so much more complicated than just being like no it's true it's true and especially if it's on a holiday if it's It's a random saturday i would be like yeah yeah, go ahead but yeah if it's like fourth of july and you're sending your kids off yeah christmas eve yeah and they're like we're going to grandma's house and you're like i'm not going you spend christmas eve without your kids yes no that is really hard i'm sorry listener my question is how married are you to where you live right now (laughs) um because maybe moving maybe moving would put some distance and then Mm -hmm. there's that reason to not go because you're like listen we don't it's too far and you create your own thing and you you create your own buffer with that family and you can be doing that even if you live 10 minutes away Mm -hmm. but then that causes friction Mm -hmm. so maybe you start looking for jobs in other areas and you start <laughs> moving, moving out up. of state no really mm-hmm. because then there's not that option to have to choose just send her gab fest and loosen this lady up yeah the, and the sister-in-law <laughs> my gosh no I'm that so sounds sorry. like next level crazy right and i'm sorry and 
we support you. We're on your side. And I hope, I hope. Well, she does say she does kind of laugh about it in moments. Because uh-huh. otherwise, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So I do hope that someday they'll come around. And if they don't, at least someday you'll laugh about this. Yes. And if anything, she'll probably be a better mother-in-law and realize that uh-huh. I will never make anybody feel. Yeah, you're never going to come at someone the way that you have. So right. if anything, you're you're... You're learning from this experience. Yeah. To be better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we got your back. You can yeah. gab with us anytime. Yes. We are here to validate you. And we will see you guys next time. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you. We are actually taking a break for 4th, 4th of, July. of July. So we'll catch you after 4th of July. So have fun in your festivities. And if you're going with toxic in-laws, um, best of luck. <laughs> and we hope that... You make it through. Okay. You just remember to just grab a bottle rocket or two and just aim it their way. Uh-huh. <laughs> See you later. Bye. I have a set of Livy's bracelets, and they are so comfortable. They go with everything that I hardly ever take them off. Does that sound weird? I can wear them working out. I can wear them dressed up or dressed down. I love them. They are known for their comfort and versatility. They're made of lightweight, flat glass beads, and they are handmade right here in Northern Utah. So go check out Libby's Bracelets, L-I-B-B-I-E-S Bracelets on Instagram and get yourself a set. Let's gab. No? Okay, you guys can eat lunch. We're recording. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I just, I'm, it's valid of you to wonder where the parents are, so it's okay. Uh, We thought that the kids were in here. No, okay, go eat lunch. Where are they? Go eat lunch, we're recording. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Allison sunk into the love sack. I thought it was a soft, it's going to be like much more like firm situation. (laughs) So I just got swallowed up. It was quicksand. It's quicksand. Who is this? Okay, I just want to make sure it's like not like someone who I'm related to. My sister-in-law makes everything a competition. (laughs) Okay.